Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to Talk Podcast. Josh here, super excited that you're listening to me in your ears and learning amazing things. And today will be no different. In fact, today uh, might be one of the more unique episodes I've had because I have a friend of mine named Jared Skinner. He's been in business for six years in the home service space. Uh, they do window cleaning, house washing, gutter cleaning, screen repair, holiday lights. They do all the stuff that many of you do. Uh, but he has a very unique background. And He's a great guy. He's a great family guy. He actually came to the Automate Grow Sell Experience last year. I got to meet him in person, and he's coming back this year. Um, and then inside of the Automate Grow Sell boot camp, some people were asking questions about knocking on doors. And, you know, sometimes we overcomplicate our business, and sometimes uh, we try to think of the next fancy thing to grow our business. Uh, but it was really interesting watching these people comment on, like, how to door knock. Well, I learned something about Jared that I did not know. And it's that he's a ninja Jedi master at door knocking. Now, before you push pause on this and you panic and hyperventilate because you're horrified at the idea of knocking doors, uh, I want Jared to tell his backstory and how he has sold tens of millions of dollars of services by managing teams of people that knock doors. And he's going to share with you how you can do the same thing. It's going to be fascinating. Jared, how are you, my, my good friend? Doing excellent, Josh. Thanks so much for... Letting me pop on and hopefully I can add some value here. Yeah, you're going to add a lot of value. The, the thing is, is uh, I just don't want people to panic uh, on the topic because people are freaked out to knock doors. And, you know, like, I don't know, like, what, what are some potential objections to knocking on doors? Like, oh, that doesn't work anymore. Or, it, you know, I can't scale that. Or, I don't know, it's too hard. Or, I don't want to bother people. Or, it's too dangerous. I don't know. I mean, it's something that I don't hear a lot of people talking about now. But... That's how I started my company. That's how a lot of people started their company. So tell us a little bit about your background and your opinions and thoughts on uh, knocking doors in general. Yeah, for sure. And I think you're exactly right. Like knocking doors can be super intimidating. So let me just give you my quick backstory. I'll try to make this part quick. Um, so I was in college and uh, I was actually just in the library studying and I heard some kids say, hey, why don't you come to this meeting tonight? You can find out how to make like $30,000 in the summer. And I just overheard the conversation and I actually ended up going to the meeting and uh, there were some recruiters there recruiting people to go knock doors to sell pest control. So I actually uh, said, hey, I can make 30K in the summer while I'm going to school, that's pretty good. Um, you know, they're like, not everyone's gonna do that, but this is the potential. So I signed up, drugged my buddy out. We uh, was going to school in Idaho and we drove to Florida for the summer to knock doors. Um, you know, they dropped like 15 of us off in this neighborhood. We all knocked for four hours. Like one person got a sale the whole, that whole day. And I was, you know, so you're kind of like, oh my gosh, what am I doing out here? I just drove across the country. I didn't even get a sale. This sucks. Right. And that's kind of the initial thoughts. But, um, you know, we decided to obviously stick it out. I just went all in, learned everything I could, studied everything, followed top reps and ended up being one of the top sales reps um, in the country for the first year guys um, 
for this company. So then they ended up hiring me. I sold 300 accounts that summer, which was about $170,000 worth of revenue for this company. Um, Anyway, they hired me then to train the next year, travel the country and train all these sales reps. So this marketing company, we marketed for Orkin Pest Control. And uh, door knocking, Josh, was a... It, was, it got crazy to see what you can do with it. So we were selling over $30 million worth of revenue for Orkin every year. Wow. Um, That's unbelievable. Was, so so, yeah, so, so was, you had your turnaround, just to be clear on the story. Like you traveled across the country to make a whole bunch of money as a starving college guy. You, your first day was terrible. You said you studied top reps. I mean, I'm assuming that job had massive turnover. People just probably dropping like flies, quitting. Um, why didn't you quit? And did someone take you under your wing, or did you learn some ninja trick that first week that kept you going? And, and what was the trick if you did learn something? Yeah, so it is. They they try to do a really good job of like when they recruit sales guys to make sure that they know what they're getting into, and it's not easy. But if you figure it out because it really is an art and a science and it's a skill that you can learn. And if you learn it, you can do extremely well. Like I made over $40,000 in three and a half months that first year, which was awesome for a college kid. Um, but you know, what kept me going? I, I just, I, I saw, I knew there was potential with it. And like anything, I know that if you, you can't just try it once one and done. Um, you know, I've always been raised that if you think you can do it, and you, you, you throw the quote out a lot, but my dad ingrained in my head all the time that, that quote by Henry Ford that you've mentioned, if you think you can or you can't, you're right. So that's, that's always been my mindset. So I just uh, came in early. I worked harder. I studied all the material I could get my hands on. Um, I did try to go out with guys who had experience and try to get some mentors that were in my office they were pretty stickler on their time because they, you know, the more time they spent with me on the doors, the less money they were making because these, these, are, these are guys making $150,000, $200,000 a summer. So um, in three to four months. But um, Is this industry still, you know, still happening right now? Like I didn't know this uh, was a thing. I did know there was like companies you can hire to go pass out flyers and stuff. But uh, if it's this effective – this should just be like taking over everything, right? <laughs> so, Josh, yes, it is full-fledged, all-in, and you'll see it really strong. In uh, um, So where most of the recruiters are, are in schools in, like, Idaho and Utah. And I'll be kind of 100% front, front with you on this. They kind of have targeted, like, the Mormons. Because, the Mormons, yes, uh, the LDS because people. Because they go knock doors, right? That I'm, makes sense. I'm an LDA, a Mormon right, from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So we, I went and served a two-year mission, but you're knocking doors, you're talking to people. They kind of target those guys because they're kind of used to doing that. But they recruit, I mean, there's, I, I mean, solar industry, um, home security, home security, they do hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Solar is new to knocking doors. They're bringing on Vivint. You've probably heard of Vivint. That's mm-hmm. how they've built their empire. So, empires i i know so many businesses that have their empires have been built through knocking doors that is the way they do it it's so fascinating because because you don't have to have a bunch of capital you don't have to be a genius you just got to have the grit and the tactics 
to do this. Like there's no excuse if you have a home service company on not getting new clients because at a bare minimum, you can go knock some doors. I mean, you obviously agree with that. Can you share some like super tactical things uh, that people do wrong and how to correct them or different tip, you know, strategies and tips? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And just one thing I want to throw out there is that the important thing that you've got to do and is you've got to, you've got to learn, you've got to learn it. Right. And it's really best to find someone who knows what they're doing and do it. Just like, you know, you, you know how that works, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> but so there are strategies, there are tips, and the industry thrives. And, like, you know, I did it for six years full time, was making over $100,000 a year in three and a half, four months selling this. We still teach people how to do it, but you've got to be taught how to do it correctly. So, yeah, we can kind of break it down and we can kind of walk through um, maybe some, maybe we could just kind of walk through an approach, maybe talk about some do's on the doors, some don'ts on the doors just to kind of break it down um, and try to maybe just kind of give you a, a broad overview. There's so much to it. You know, obviously we can't cover everything, but this will at least give you an idea of how powerful this can be if you just know how to structure things correctly. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And you know what, depending on like the feedback we get on the podcast, maybe I'll have to find a way to convince you to make an actual course that we could put out for people. You know, we'll see what, what the response is, but this is a, this is like a set of cheat codes to be able to learn from someone like you that's that's done this. Uh, it's a very weird thing for someone to to say, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've sold $30 million worth of stuff door-to-door for home service. Like, you, I'm sure that it does take a long time to unpack all of the nuance of it. Uh, but, yeah, give us some really good nuggets here. We'll see how everybody responds to it. I'm sure it'll be awesome. And, uh, and who knows, maybe in the future we could go deeper or you could go deeper. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we still consult with companies now, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens here. So, um, yeah. So I'd say this. Uh, let's talk about. Let's go through the uh, the don'ts first. So I'd say the very number one thing you've got to understand when you go to knock doors is you cannot ask yes or no questions. Okay, because that gives your client or the customer a, a way out of the situation. Okay. So you've got to you've got to close all the exit doors, and the way that you do that is you don't ask yes or no questions. So you can't go to a door, knock on the door, and say, "Hey, uh, do you need your windows cleaned?" Or, "Hey, can I give you a free quote to have your carpets done?" Or, you know, if you ask those questions, you know, people are busy. When somebody knocks on the door, most people aren't really excited to open it and talk to you, right? Shocking. So any way that <laughs> right. So, so any way they can find a way out, they're going to do it. And if you give them the exit door, then they're going to take it. So yes or no questions is the fastest exit they can take, right? Because they're just going to say no, right? So you've got to, number one, you've got to structure your pitch. You've got to frame everything in a way that you avoid yes or no questions. Um, there might be one exception to that rule, and I'll get into that a little bit later. There might be one time where I might actually throw out a yes or no, but um, that's going to be the number one don't, okay? Frame it where you just don't ask yes or no questions. So another tip, number two, maybe would be don't confront the client or be like threatening to them with your body language. So, um, and that's going to start from the very beginning. Um, so what I mean by that is when you knock on the door, you don't want to stand like square up shoulders to the door really close. So they open the door and it's like, boom, there you are, right? 
Um, and then, you know, they can't, they're not going to open it a lot of times because you're in the way. Right. Um, and it's just going to, it's just going to be a bad start right from the beginning. So instead of standing like that, what you want to do once you knock on the door, ring the doorbell, you want to step back a couple steps. You want to turn to the side and you want to be busy. Like you want to be doing something, act like you are doing them a favor by being on their door. Cause you're a busy guy too. Right. You don't want to be on your phone and you don't want to just, you standing there staring at the door with a smile and just, you know, your cheese face. You're just like, I have like a binder. I've got like contracts or uh, quote sheets, or I've got something that I'm actually filling out paperwork. Okay. So I'm filling out paperwork. I'm looking busy. When they open the door, I'm still looking down at my stuff. They're going to say, Hey, can I help you? And I'm going to look up and then that's when I'm going to start engaging the client. Okay. Oh, that's genius. So, I would have never even thought of that. I sure. have, I've, I've kind of understood that you need to step back away from the door because they'll just like, because when I would knock doors, when I would stand close to the door, they'd just kind of crack it open and stick one eyeball out and be like, can I help you? And then, <laughs> and then of course, I would ask them if I could give them a quote and they'd say no and shut the door. That's why it was so hard. And even me doing it wrong still helped me grow my business. So anyway, you're doing great. Keep rolling. This is awesome. Yeah. So on one side note, you can not, when you say that, you can go knock doors and not know what you're doing and you'll get accounts. Okay. You might have to knock 50 doors to get it, but you'll still get something. Somebody will say yes. Right. But when you apply and you know how to do this, Josh, like we can, we can sell one in seven contacts. Right. So I mean, it's, you're, you're going from a 50 to one ratio to a seven to one, even, you know, like top reps and you know this stuff. It's amazing. Like how many accounts you can sell. Well, what, um, just as a right, sidebar me, to that, people don't take any action, and this isn't just for door knocking, this is for a lot of things, until they believe that they're perfect at it. Like, this is a major thing that holds people back in general, is they feel like they have to continuously learn about a topic or study something forever, but never actually doing it bad. It's okay, people, to do it bad. Go do stuff bad. Hire bad so you can get better, right? Like, go knocking doors bad. You have to yeah, be bad at first. And that's the fastest way to go over the learning curve, right? To get over it and get it figured out is just do it, right? I mean, it's the fastest way to learn something is just jump in. So, all right. So back to one more don't I'm going to tell you that don't do on the doors is don't talk really fast. So you've asked, you know, when you talk really fast, you kind of come off nervous and it's like, this guy's going to shut the door. So I've got to hurry and get my pitch in before he shuts it because I got to tell him this and this and this and this, right? And it's just like, Instantly, it, it, the, the client puts up a wall, and you've got to be able, you know, even if you're nervous, which you probably will be for a little while, you know, you've got to just relax. You've got to take a confident uh, approach to the door, and you've got to be the authority. You can't just be like, spew it out before he shuts it on me, right? Um, yeah, and, and I think it just causes door, confusion. really fast. Doesn't it just cause yeah, confusion? Because yeah. one thing I even use with in internet marketing, which is true for all sales, is that confused people don't buy stuff. They don't want to engage. Like if they get confused because you're talking too fast, they don't even know who you are, where you're from, they get overwhelmed, they just, bam, they're going to bounce, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you're, you know, you can't really be, I don't think you can be real friendly and real genuine when you're like talking so fast, right? You've got, you've got to engage with the client. And if you're talking so fast and all the time, the client has no way to participate. So you've got to create a, a, 
a situation where the client can actually have a chance to, and you want the client to participate and to engage. But so those would probably be the top three. Don't ask yes or no. Don't confront the client on the door, right? Get away from the door, be busy, be the one that's doing them a favor, right? I'm a busy guy too. I'm just here to help you out is kind of the, the, the approach you want to take with it. And again, don't talk super fast. Don't, you know, you got to just be confident, calm, collected, and just, even if you don't know what you're doing, just pretend you know what you're doing. Right? Fake it fake it till you make um, it, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. So those would probably be the top, uh, probably top three don't. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. Let's talk about the top three do's on the doors. Um, so the very, the very most important thing that you've got to do on the doors, it's just like any, any marketing, right? Like you only have like eight to 10 seconds or whatever, like on the doors, I feel like you have like eight to 10 seconds to get their attention, right? Um, so you've got to, number one do is you've got to have a hook or you've got to pique their interest within those first 10 seconds. All right. So that's the very first thing that you've got to do. You've got to, you've got to hook them somehow or pique their interest. Um, so, and then we, maybe I'll go through these, Josh, and then maybe what we can do is walk through a door approach. Yes. Um, kind of putting I was actually going to ask you that and try not to put you on the spot, but that would be amazing. And all the language you're using, like hooks, for example, that you just said, like this is marketing stuff. Like that's brilliant. It's no different than a piece of direct mail. I like how you compared it to if you mail somebody something and they're standing over their trash can, you got to just a couple seconds to hook them or it's just going to the trash can. It's like the headline on your website or on a landing page. I mean, it's, it's a real life funnel. It's like <laughs> you are the actual hook with the words you say. It's it's awesome. Yeah, you you are the funnel, right? So, so that's one. So I'll just go through these and then uh, we'll go through a process. Then I'll break it down and apply all these things that we talk about. So. Um, the second thing I would say you have to do on the door is you have to give them a reason to buy from you right now. Okay. So it's, uh, you got to give them a reason to purchase from you on the door. So that's usually going to be in the form of an offer or some kind of discount or a deal. Right? So urgency, scarcity. And is it important that the reason has like logic behind it? Not just like, Hey, we're running a special today only. Instead it's like, we're, we're, we're already here down the street, and because we're already here, we can do A, B, C, and D, and it's only right now because we're only here right now. Is it something like that? Is it, how important is this? Yeah, yeah it's got to make sense to them. Like, you've got to explain it and articulate it in a way that it's, like like you said, logical, right? And 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 I'll go through how I do that with my clients. But, yeah, that's, it. that's exactly right. So you've got to make an offer, but there's a, a reason why you get the deal today, right? Um, okay, so the next one I would say, Josh, is you've got to ask for the deal. You've got to ask for the job, right? You, you can't not walk away from the door without at least asking for the job, for the deal, for the offer, whatever it is. You, you, <laughs> here's here's you how have, most people do there. it. Most people ask, they're like, so uh, you want to give me money then? So what do you say? Can, can I, will you hire me, please? Right? Is that the that's probably the wrong way though, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, exactly. So when you ask for the deal, you got to do it in the form of assumptions. Okay, so you don't, you know, say, so do you want to do this or not? That's a yes or no question, and you've lost it. Right? That's the exit door that we've talked about. So you can't 
when I say ask for the deal, that's not in the form of a yes or no question. That's got to be in the form of an assumption. Does that make sense? And so we'll go through, I'll, I'll talk about how um, we'll assume the deal. I love it. Oh, so, I have a phone sales background and I'm one, like, I think this is some part of my unfair advantage when I was growing my company. I always did forced choice closes and assume the sale because I was trained in a call center before I started my service business. Um, and sometimes I forget about this stuff and I don't talk about it in the podcast and it's really, really, really important. Like little questions, like before they even said they're going to hire you, you say things like, um, when we come out to do the work, would you prefer a morning or an afternoon? Either one's fine. What, like, do you have a preference? Oh, it doesn't matter what time. Okay, cool. Like that's an assumed like soft close, right? Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's exactly right. And there's, you can be, you can be. You, you can be, but you should be applying this all the way through your sale, right? All the way through your pitch, all the way. You're going to frame it as if they're going to be using you without them saying they're going to use you, right? Um, so, yeah, asking for the deal in the form of assumptions, um, just assuming they're going to do it is extremely powerful. So, you know, I, I was the same with you. So when I started, uh, so I was in, and I still do the door-to-door sales training and stuff, but I've kind of gone out of that full-time, went into finance. I was going to die sitting behind a desk all day, got out, started this window cleaning business. So the first two years, Josh, I never, I didn't spend $1 on marketing. I didn't spend a dollar on a flyer. All I did was knock doors to build my business from the beginning. Um, So you don't, you know, it, it worked. Like you said, that's how you started your company. That's how I started mine. I didn't have anything, but a quote sheet and me and a shirt and have a website. I had nothing right for like the first year and a half. Like I just knocked doors. Well, and your business is so doing I great. Out. I mean, you guys are, are closing in about a half a million in sales. It's only your sixth uh, season and you're not spending money on marketing. Um, a lot of these people have had businesses for 15, 20 years and they're not anywhere near where you're at. And the core of it is door knocking, which is really does blow my mind, Jared. It does. I know, I know this is a thing, but I haven't met someone uh, like you that's done this. I can't believe I didn't know this about you. This is really exciting. Okay, I'll stop talking. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep blowing our mind. No, you're good. So, yeah, no, so this is good. So, um, all right, so let's just actually dive in, Josh. Let's talk about, let's go through a kind of a an approach. And so when we go to the door, I'll just walk through maybe a, a, an approach that I currently use for my business. And, you know, what's important, um, every, every company has a different offer to make, right? Mm-hmm. And it's got to be framed based on what your offer is. So if I was selling pest control or solar panels, or if I was selling security systems, like, you know, I'm selling window cleaning now or carpet cleaning, whatever it is, like you've got to frame it and and adjust your pitch to what your offer is. And that's what, you know, part of what we do is we help people do that. But I'm just going to use my window cleaning because I know there's a lot of service. This is mostly a service-based thing. So I'll just kind of use the pitch as if I'm going to pitch you my window cleaning service that's perfect let's just do Um, a role play man i can i even have my desk i can totally like (laughs) pretend that you're knocking yeah let's do it so (laughs) what i what what i'll probably do is i'll go through a a piece of my pitch and then maybe i'll stop and we'll talk about what i just did okay Um, sounds good we'll maybe break it up into segments does that make sense sure maybe let's let's try that so okay so i'm gonna go ahead and knock on your door okay uh hi can i help you yeah. Hey, sorry to bother you, man. Uh, real quick, I'm just dropping by real quick to make sure somebody 
had a chance to chat with you already about what we're going to be doing in your neighborhood over the next couple of days. Uh, no, no, nobody stopped by. Okay, perfect. So let me pause right here. Okay, so if I stop right there, so what was my hook? Curiosity. I, w I desperately want to know what the heck you're talking about. My mind's thinking, oh, what, are you ripping up the road? Are you doing, is there radioactive material down at my neighbor's house? And you have to, like, I have no idea. Um, so because you mentioned you're going to be doing something in the neighborhood the next few days, uh, now I have to find the en end of the story. Okay, perfect. So, yeah, subjective, right, is to get their attention. I got to hook them. I got to pique their interest. So I could have, so I approach it. Now, I could, have, I could have introduced myself first. I could have said, hey, my name is Jared with you Window Cleaning, and I could use the same hook. Uh, I just stopped and by real quick. I just need to make sure that you know about what we're going to be doing in your neighborhood over the next couple of days. It's so and good. I'm gonna stop, it's so good. And I'm going to pause. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause. I'm not going to say anything. And you're going to say, uh, what's going on? What are you guys doing? <laughs> right. Because you don't have any other, you don't have another choice, right? Right. Like um, almost no one the, you're, would you're, say nope and shut the door with that particular cliffhanger that you said which is so simple but it's gold yeah so you're, you're creating your pitch in a way that people don't have a they really don't have a choice but to respond now will people shut the door sure they will but we're trying to get more people to say uh-uh like what's going on right so that's my that's my hook is i'm trying to make people feel like there's something happened they don't know about it but they need to know Okay. Love it. Does that make sense? Love it. Makes perfect okay. sense. All right. So you're so basically you just ended. Uh, no. So go ahead and let's yeah. Up I'll there. just so re redo my last line. You asked me if anybody's talked to me yet about what's going on in the neighborhood, and I say uh, uh, no, no, no one stopped by. Um, what, what's going on? Okay. So let me just make it real quick. I know you're really busy, but basically uh, what we're doing is we're, we service a lot of homes in your neighborhood, and we're actually going to be over here the next couple of days. So what we've done is we've actually put together like a neighborhood discount, kind of like a group rate. We're just going to make it really cheap for everybody. So we could do that because if we do everybody together, we're not like driving all over the city and wasting time and wasting money. So what we do is uh, it's better for us. It's cheaper for us. We just pass that savings on to you guys if we can just do everybody together. So did, I'm going to pause right there. Did you purposely not say the service still at this point? Well, so so like I mentioned before, when they opened the door, I could have said, and I, I could have said, hey, my name's Jared. I'm with View Window Cleaning, and then did my hook. And so I guess I just... No, I, li I, liked, so I, I liked it because I'm still curious. I, I feel like I want to get on the bandwagon, potentially. I just I didn't know if that was part of the exact tactic. Yeah, so, if, yeah so if I... If I I'll, I'll usually introduce myself either at the first and then hook it, or after the hook, when you say, no, what's going on? I didn't already say who I was, and then I would say, well, I'm, let me just, you know, I'll be, I'm Jared with you window cleaning. Let me just tell you real quick what we're going to be doing, right? And right. then Perfect. I say, I go into, here's what we're doing. We're servicing a lot of the homes in your neighborhood, right? And then I'm giving them my reason. I'm going to tell them we're going to make an offer. We're doing yeah. like a neighborhood discount. Like, it's like a group rate, so it's going to be really cheap for everybody. And the reason why we could do that is because we're not driving all over the city and wasting time and money. So it's more efficient for us, and we can just pass that savings on to you guys. Oh, we yeah. can just do everybody at the same time. It's logical. And, and you also didn't ask me a yes or no question at the end, which probably most people would do. You, they would stumble over the words saying what you just said, and they'd say, so, so are you interested? Or, but you didn't do that. 
you left it, let it hang again, which was intentional. Yeah, right? and then, right, so at my pause, I'm, so when I, and I'm going to keep going, so I'm going to, you know, so I've, I've given them my offer, we're going to do a group rate neighborhood discount, and I'm giving them the reason, right, to buy it, because we're going to be in the neighborhood, we're doing everybody, we're going to make it really cheap for everybody. And then what I'm going to do, Josh, is I'm going to transition now a little bit to get my foot in the door even more. So the next thing I'm going to say uh, for my particular offer is I'm going to say, um, I might even ask him. So, so what was your name? I didn't even get your name. Oh, my name is Josh. Awesome. Josh, good to meet you, man. So tell you what, what I'm doing today, I'm going around, I'm giving everybody a free quote. That's what I'm doing today. So that way you'll know exactly how much it costs. But then I'm going to break it down for you so you know exactly what the discount is, so you know how cheap everything is. It only takes me like three to five minutes. All I'm going to do is walk around the outside of your home, take a quick peek, and then I'll bring you back the quote. Uh, okay, that sounds that sounds good. Perfect. So it, is your gate unlocked over here, or are there any dogs out back that I need to know about? Uh, no dogs, and the gate is unlocked, yep. Okay, sweet, man. So I'll tell you what. Just give me like three to five minutes. I'm going to run around the outside of the house. I'm going to get a quote put together for you. I'll be right back. And then I'll just go down. I'll just run through the quote with you real quick, break down all the services, and you can just see exactly what we're doing. I'll be right back. All right, so let's just break that down. So um, if, if we go back, so we've already given the hook. We've given the reason that we're coming out. And now, um, the next biggest thing for me, Josh, is I'm not giving you a choice on whether you want to quote or not. Yep, I heard that. No, I was I was smiling when you said that. I'm giving ev- what I'm doing today. See what I'm doing today. Not I'm asking your permission. Massive assumed uh, language there. What I'm doing today is giving everybody a quote. Love it. Yeah. So you're not specifying him, right? But you're saying this is my job. Like everybody's getting a free quote and I'll usually, you know, use it to, and I'll usually say free quote. I don't think I drop that line there, but I'm giving everybody a free estimate, everybody a free quote. So they know exactly how much it would cost and what the discount's going to be. All I have to do is walk around, you know, I'm just going to walk around the outside of your house. It's going to take me three to five minutes to put the quote together. And then I stop. You don't say anything else. Okay. And you have to be comfortable and learn to get comfortable with, silence right and just being like it's your turn to talk now josh right because you want them to participate but you don't want them to say you know i'm not giving you the yes or no's out i'm telling you what we're going to do and most people are going to say okay cool sounds good yep right yes and then i'm going to be like cool any dogs out back and you know about or you know gates locked it's open so when i go in the house um not when I go in the house, sorry. They're going to go in the house for three to five minutes. And, you know, I've seen people actually walking around their house, like looking out the windows, rubbing their hands on the glass, right? Just kind of checking things out. Like, do I need my windows done? Right. Um, and that, now it's on top of mind while oh, yeah. you're going out. So, okay. So I go, I get my quote put together. We come back. I'm going to tap back on the door. Um, so you're going to come out and I'm going to say, cool, Josh, so let me just run through the quote really quick. Just make sure you understand it and how it all works. So we have, we have different packages that we offer. It just really depends on the level of clean that you think you need for your house. Um, so the first one here is like a basic service that we do. So it's all of the exterior windows. We're going to clean these. We're going to scrub them down, 
polish them up so they look really nice. We're going to take all the screens, brush them down, get all the dust and the debris off, and pop them back in for you. Uh, normally, this is going to be 235. We're going to do it for just 175 with the group rate, so it's super cheap. Okay, so I'm going to break down that service. I'm going to use terms like super cheap. This is the deal, right? Um, I think that is so critical too because pe- a lot of people, specifically with window cleaning, uh, don't have any sort of baseline in their brain of what it's supposed to cost. They just don't know, which is a huge advantage, right? They, they just don't know. Um, and so when you, as you're framing it, that's what really what you're doing is you're framing their perspective uh, of it being a very inexpensive but greatly needed service, correct? Yeah, and you always need to, like for us, we have like a base price that like, we don't do any work for less than this, right? And then you reverse engineer that, right? So that you can make your offers. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. So don't just go out and give it. You're not actually doing it for get... 40% of your normal, what you want to get paid. You're doing it for the normal price you want to get paid. Uh, but you're, you're, you're taking, you know, you got to build it into, yeah, it's the same thing. Every, every retail store yeah. on the planet, the same thing, everything is. It's, I call it a unicorn when, when I'm with my wife, cause she'll, she'll say, Oh, Josh, I gotta buy this thing. It's, it's 80% off. I'm like, no, it's 100% exactly priced when it's supposed to be priced. <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> or whatever. Right. yeah. Yeah. So, just remember that as you're given your discounts, right? Just, and that everybody should kind of know that. But anyway, so you've got your base price. So I'm going to run through my basic service. And, you know, like if I'm standing on the porch with them and I'm going through my service and if I look over and their window's like really dirty or their screen and if I just like brush my fingers on the screen and it leaves like my finger marks, you know, and when I'm, when I'm explaining the service, I'll be like, yeah, so we're going to take these screens, we're going to brush them down, I kind of wipe my hand on the, the screen, and it's just like dust goes, or you can see like your handprint, you know what I mean? Just to so shame know, them. Like, You're shaming uh, them to give like, you money. And they're just like, oh, this is dirty, <laughs> right? But I'm not saying anything. I'm just like demonstrating with my hand, right? So if I notice opportunities like that, like I'll take that, right? And I'll just walk over and quickly do something that will clearly demonstrate their windows are bad or whatever the service is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I'll go through my other packages. So I'll say the next is like our standard. We're going to do everything in the basic, but then we're going to clean the interior glass. If you've never had your interior glass cleaned before or your windows professionally cleaned, we'd recommend you to at least do this package or the next one. Uh, just the biggest bang for your buck. And then your, your windows are crystal clear and you're going to be totally happy with the service. Okay. So I'll kind of, again, go through and just kind of pitch, my opinion. Uh, so I'll go through all my packages and then I'll just drop assumptions like, yeah, so based on what you've seen, what do you think is going to be like the best uh, option for you guys? Right. And they're going to say, well, this, and if it's like a basic or if it's, you know, and then I'll kind of, if it's like a standard or premium, whatever, I'll, I'll support their decision. Right. Like, right. oh yeah, like, that sounds, that sounds like a really good choice. Like, especially if you've never had your windows done, like doing the inside and the outside is going to make the biggest difference. If you've never had them done, you might want to think about the premium because we're going to do a deep clean on your screens and we're going to open all the windows. We're going to get all the tracks cleaned out. Um, it's really good to maintain your windows. So I think it's a really good choice that you're making with this one. Oh man, that's so good. <laughs> you're just making them feel like a genius for, you know, whatever choice they pick. This, that's so good. So, now, so now they're involved, right? And now they're picking what they need or what they might want. I'm supporting their choice um, and what they want to do. Okay. So um, at this point, 
um, after I've supported it and they've kind of made some choices on what they're most interested in, I've kind of gone through my service offers. Um, you know, if you want, you could be walking around showing them stuff. Like if I'm going to be doing a house wash on the home, I might just point out stuff like, yeah, you know, with this package, we're actually going to clean the whole house. It's like giving your house a bath and it's going to take care of this, this, and this, all this stuff's going to be gone. Right. So, I mean, you can take advantage of those situations as well. It just depends on what you're trying to offer to the client. Yeah. Um, but get them involved, right? Get them involved, get them talking about it, get them making choices about the service, right? Cause then they're, that's your, that's the assuming part that you're, they're basically selling themselves, yeah. right? That's what you're trying to get them to do. You want them to just be like, ultimately at the end of the, the, the pitch, Josh, I want them to be like, cool, what days do you have open? Right. right. Or what days are you going to be here? Or, you know, do the, will they always do that? No. A lot of times people will be so involved at that point. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Right. And I don't even have to close. Well, them, you've created the desire. You've, you've hooked them with curiosity. You've logically explained that they have a really short window of opportunity to get something for way less than other people would get it, which people love that. You've created the problem by pointing out you know, the finger on the screen or just making them a problem aware at a minimum so that they're kind of looking at their windows in a way that they otherwise wouldn't have if you hadn't knocked on the door. And then you're giving them packages, which is critical. And then you're uh, supporting whatever decision they're leaning towards. I mean, that's like the perfect plan. I mean, you could scale. The, the trick with this, maybe we can kind of transition a little bit, is how do you scale this beyond yourself? And obviously, you're going to need repetition. You're going to need just practice this a whole bunch of times but assuming that someone can figure this out that's where it seems like it'd be hard or where it would break down is is scaling a team around doing this right because you can only sell so much work on your own if you're the person doing the work as well Uh, what are your thoughts on that yeah so no you can uh to because you you pay your guys a commission 100 percent commission based on what they sell right so you got to structure it correctly so they've got to be hungry they've got to be motivated to sell the thing, right? So if they don't sell, they don't get paid. But you, if you provide, like, you know, with us, we provide the environment. And when I did training, this is what I did full time for a living. And my partner, Jake, that's, he still does this. But, you know, we recruit, he, rec- he recruits over 100 guys for sales teams every year. And we train them. We provide, like, you've got to provide the training. So we provide, like, a full on, all the training that you need, the pitch created for your, whatever your offer is, right? And that's what you've got to do. But I mean, that's how these companies build, sell hundreds of millions of dollars worth of business is through sales teams. Just like you said, you can't do it, but can you go out and hire six guys? Just think about the numbers here, Josh. Let's say you hire five guys, you train them correctly, you get the pitch built out and people can be trained and taught how to do this. It's just practice. But once you guys get this dialed in, if you have five guys going out, um, you could make, you know, if they did three sales a day with an average ticket of 400 bucks a ticket, right? Um, that's $130,000 in revenue per month mm. if you had five guys selling three accounts a day. So when I was doing it full-time, when I started my company, I would go out from four to eight or four to nine o'clock and I would sell three to five accounts and that would schedule my day. It was just me. I sold it. I serviced it, right? Um, so I would go knock. And I would fill up my week for the, like, I'd go knock two days and I'd fill up my week. I'd go knock, you know, go service. When I started getting to a point where I needed to book out more, I would just go in the evenings and knock more. So you can do it. Um, 
like I said, I've trained thousands of reps how to do it. People can learn it, but when you structure the environment correctly where they've got the proper training and they're seeing success because they're selling stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Then it's easy for them to get motivated. It was definitely critical. Yeah, it's definitely critical you get the right type of person. That's that's for sure. I mean, you can't train someone how to be hungry. But people that are hungry and money motivated, they love to get paid commission because they don't have a ceiling on what they can make. Um, so finding those people is step one. And if you get some, train them. The upside is crazy, man. It's crazy. And uh, the best part about a repeat service is, like, you might pay commission that one time, but you could have that customer for the next decade, right? And they're not getting paid residual yeah, commission, correct? Yeah, so like like with Orkin, for example, they would pay an amount of money to their sales reps that they would make nothing on the first year. That $30 million of new revenue, they made nothing, right? But they were banking on the lifetime value of that client, right? Yeah. Which is hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Right, yep. So, so yeah, if you go into it with that perspective of saying, if I can pay a sales rep a good amount, I'm, I'm not going to hurt myself but if i build a client base and if i love these clients and create raving fans where they just explode on me right and now you get so much work from just your existing clients i mean that's kind of what happened to us um you know like getting business for us isn't necessarily my challenge i feel like it's more of how do i, I my struggle is just how do i structure my company to handle what i can do is kind of my challenge but the potential I mean, Josh, I know it's just, it's insane what you can do knocking doors. And I've seen it in so many different industries. I've used it in mine, but companies can scale so fast. And the, the nice thing is you're not spending like hundreds of thousands in marketing per se, let's say, or if you're trying to scale big, like 10,000 10, bucks in marketing, like you pay for what you get. So if this guy sells it, that's when you pay for it, right? Right. Um, it's and it's genius. just built in. Like, you don't have to have a ton of money to go knock doors. Like, the guy gets paid when the service gets done, and you get your money. Like, it's not like you've got to have a huge bank account of marketing money to go scale your business. You've got to hire the right guy, train him correctly, and let it rip. I love it, man. And maybe we can just summarize kind of what we talked about here. You got the, some do's and don'ts. I took notes as you were, as you were teaching us your magic tricks here, Jared. Um, go hire let Mormons. Real quick to be... let, me just, let, me just, <laughs> let me just finish my last part of that pitch. Though, okay, sure. We didn't leave off. But, but on the last part, guys, so after you've gone through everything and they've kind of been participating, I think what you want to do, we said ask for the deal, right, by assuming. But um, – if, if they if they even show interest at all, like you need to pull out your your calendar and say, hey, look, we're going to be doing Jim's house right down the road. I don't know if you know Jim. He's over here. We're going to be doing him on Thursday. We're going to do this guy on Friday. Um, what day is better for you, right? So you want to you do got to like try to land the specific date and time. Just give them options, like we kind of talked a little bit earlier. But you want to give them specific scheduling options. If I have clients that I'm servicing, I'm using their names and I'm going to be telling them when we're doing them. And that's, you know, and that adds so much more legitimacy and power. And if you, if you sell one, I'm dropping that name every door for anybody who can see their house from theirs. I'm saying, yeah, we're actually doing John. I don't know if you know John, he's right there on that house, the blue, right. the blue <laughs> siding. And the, so we're doing him on Thursday. And Josh, what I would do, 
it was so insane that like I was knocking like a half mile by half mile neighborhood for like my whole year. I didn't leave this neighborhood because I was just selling so many. And my truck was in there. I was doing the service. And it got to a point where I was knocking doors saying, hey, did anybody talk to you about what I'm doing in the neighborhood over the next two days? And I'm like, yeah, actually, I, I have heard. And I have seen your truck. And I know what you're doing. <laughs> it gets right? easier as you, just, get, as you get traction. Yeah. I, I always teach people to become a nightmare to compete with. You want to dominate entire neighborhoods. You know, I'm a big advocate of neighbor marketing and things like that because – in the long run for your business, you have better route density, you create social proof, you get momentum, you basically lock down an entire neighborhood or people will feel weird hiring another company that's $100 less because everybody's using your company. There's so many benefits. I mean, one of the hard parts, I think, for people to get through their head is to view each client relationship as a 10-year uh, revenue nut instead of that one transaction, and they don't want to spend any money on anything. But really, you've overcome all those objections. They're not putting money up front by doing this. They just have to train the right people and start by doing it themselves. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's logical. You don't have. It's just a numbers game. Um, the other thing I see people do is they'll go knock thirteen doors, and someone will be mean to them, and then they'll say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I tried that. That doesn't work." <laughs> right? Like no, absolutely. Oh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And if you just gotta you just gotta endure it and learn it. But it's, the, the power is fine. The route density part. When you talk about route density, this is the way to create route density. Like I said, we lived in a neighborhood for months and we had put a sign in people's yards. We'd ask them, be careful, pop a sign in your yard for three days. Cause we were in that neighborhood all the time, like every day. So after three days, I'd rotate my signs to the different neighbors and people would start calling me that I talked to on the doors. Hey, is there any way I can get back on this thing? I know you talked to me before. And you know, and it just got, it just gets like weird almost. How, <laughs> you know, it all, and I, we would get calls like years later from people we talked to on the doors. And when you talk to them, you want to be super friendly because it's your business image, right? It's your brand. Um, you don't want to be like in, rude or forceful and just be kind to people because I promise you they are going to call you when they are ready. Like I get, I get calls years later. Hey, you stopped by and talked to me on the doors and I still have your, you know, and especially when they start seeing you in the neighborhood all the time, like we, the residual that comes off knocking doors, just if you don't get it that day, it will just funnel in later. If you are, if you if you approach it correctly, yeah, makes sense, man. And if if you don't mind, I know I kept you quite a while here. Um, I want to kind of recap your do's and don'ts, and then do, could you do your full? Can we role play the full pitch at the end? So if people want to listen to it, kind of congruently without the breaks, they can just listen to it. Oh over yeah, and for over. sure. Okay, awesome. So for, for my my list that I took here, the don'ts, you never ask yes or no questions. Uh, you're going to have to spend time to, to, to focus on that because it's really hard to not do that um, without p being very intentional. The next thing was don't confront the client with bad body language. Don't stand too close to the door. Don't square up with them. You want to step back. You want to look like you're busy doing something. You know, back off the the, the door a little bit, turn your body sideways, look kind of looking down, non-confrontational. And then you want to talk slower maybe than you typically would because you're nervous. You're going to talk 100 miles an hour uh, so that you can be really friendly and pay attention to them. And I noticed when you were role-playing, which you'll do again, you were like doing lots of pauses and you were like, oh, hey, man, um, yeah, sorry, sorry to bother you. Uh, but you were like, hey, sorry to bother you, but we're doing free quotes. Can we do a free quote? Here's a free quote. Can I walk around your house do a quote? It was very good because um, you're a pro. And then on the do list, you, you're hooking them. 
You're hooking them with curiosity right out of the gate instantaneously with confidence. You're giving them a logical, congruent reason uh, why they need to look at your offer or the opportunity based on a real thing, like you're in the neighborhood right then and they could potentially miss out on something. People got some FOMO going, fear of missing out. That's powerful. And then you got to make sure by using assumed uh, close techniques that you're actually asking for the business in the first place uh, by showing them packages and supporting the ones that they're interested in. Uh, was that a good kind of overview, or do you have anything to add to that? No. So I think, uh, is there a load more? Yes. But I think these are probably my top three do's and don'ts that you can just take away and you can apply them and you'll see results from these, Josh. There's a lot of other, I mean, you know what I mean? It's not like overnight you learn it, but there's a lot of other aspects to it that you can get into the details that can make you phenomenal and so good. But if you take these three do's and don'ts, I can promise that you will see a difference in the way your clients react and in selling door to door. Absolutely. No, this is a complete done for them formula. Like if you're broke and you listen to this podcast and you don't go do this and get money, shame on you, you savage. Like you are not allowed to make excuses and feel sorry for yourself. This is this is gold nugget Lantis right here. That doesn't make sense, but that's okay. All right. So how about we do the role play, Jared, and uh, I'll do my door knock again. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, can I help you? Yeah. Hey, sorry to bother you. Uh, real quick, I'm Jared with the Window Cleaning. I just wanted to stop by real quick. I just need to make sure that you guys have heard about what we're going to be doing in your neighborhood over the next couple of days. Um, no, I, I haven't heard anything. What do you, what do you mean? Um. Yeah, so I'll just make it quick. I know you're probably busy, but uh, we service a lot of the homes in your area. And what we've decided to do is put together like a neighborhood discount. It's kind of like a group rate where we just make it really cheap for everybody. Uh, The way we can do that is if we do everybody close together, like we're not driving all over the city. So it saves us a lot of money. Does that make sense to you how that works? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is we actually push the savings onto you guys and we actually just make it a win-win for everybody. So anyway, um, what I'm doing today, like I'm going around and I'm just giving everybody a free estimate. Um, it'll just take me like three to four minutes. I'm just going to walk around your house real quick. I'll put a free quote together for you. And that way you'll know like exactly how much it costs and what it will be with like the discount. Okay. No, that, that that's fine. That sounds good. Okay. Let's tell you what. Um, is, it, is your gate unlocked over here? Is it, is it okay if I just go yeah. around that side of your house? Yeah, yeah, it's unlocked. Okay, awesome. Any any dogs I need to know about? Uh, nope, no dogs. Okay, good. I, I like dogs anyway, but it's always good to, to know. So tell you what, Josh, and what was your name? Uh, my name's Josh. Josh. Okay, good to meet you, man. So like I said, my name's Jared. Give me like three minutes, three to five minutes. I'm just going to cruise around the outside, and then I'll come back real quick and just go through this with you. All righty, that sounds good. Okay, now you're back. All right, so Josh, let me just uh, show you exactly what we've got and the different packages that we offer. So uh, that way you know exactly you know what we do. So we have a basic service. If you look at this, this is gonna be all the exterior glass. Uh, we're gonna clean the exterior, scrub it down, polish it up, make it look real nice. We're also gonna take all your screens out. We're gonna brush them down, get all the dust and debris off them, and then we're gonna pop these back in for you. Um, the other service that we do is a standard window cleaning, which is the same as the basic, but now what we're gonna do is add like the interior windows. Um, have you ever had your windows done before? Uh, I mean, I've done them myself. 
but, but did not. Okay, but professionally cleaned. No. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so um, you may or may not need that. We can go through all the packages and you kind of pick like what's best for you, what you think would be the best fit. Um, so our premium service is actually going to be the interior, the exterior glass, uh, clean the screens. But we're going to do a deep clean on the screens, run through our screen cleaner. Um, and then we're also going to open all the windows and we're going to like wipe out all the tracks, um, clean all those up for you. So based on the kind of what you're seeing, what, what level of clean do you think would be best for like your guys' home right now? Um, probably the basic, um, you know, we don't, hadn't really had a budget for something like this. I mean, just to try it out, maybe just to test things out, we'd probably be interested in the basic package. Okay. Yeah. So like the basic, um, if you look at this, like normally the basic price is, uh, like 189, but it looks like it was a group rate, like with the discount's going to be super cheap. So it's just going to be like 135. Um, if you've never done like inside and out, like how to professionally clean, usually that's like the best bang for your buck. Um, and even in the standard, like normally that's 265, it looks like. So with the, with the discount, we're only at like 210. So it's really not that much more just to do the interior windows. But um, if you've never done it, um, usually, like I said, it might be the best thing for your buck. But if you want to go all in, even the premium is going to be like super cheap. Um, normally it's this price, the 359, but we're just going to be at 295. So, uh, but yeah, the basic, if you think that's optimal, um, do you think your wife would, or think you or your wife would want inside done so you guys don't have to do it just in case, like, if the outside we get it clean, they still don't look good? I know we have some people that'll call us back just to come do the inside because they weren't as clean as they thought. Um, so, I don't well, know. Well, yeah, guys, maybe, uh, maybe I should, um, you know, talk to her about it and maybe get back with you. Okay. Yeah, tell you what. Happy wife, Josh. Happy life. I can tell you this. Women love clean windows. Kidding, man. I'm really not kidding, but <laughs> I threw you a hard anyway. curveball just to mess with you, Jared. <laughs> that, <laughs> this is good, but I'm going to throw this out. So, but Josh, so I, I'm pretty sure it sounds like you guys want to do something. Like you mentioned, sounds like the basics a good fit for you guys. So let's just let's just get you set up with the basic. Sounds like that's going to be the best option right now. And then uh, when she gets home, you can chat with her. And if she decides she wants to like upgrade to a different service, just call me tonight, and I can adjust it on the calendar. Okay. Yeah. That'll that'll be perfect. Okay, cool. So tell you what, we're going to be doing John's house. He's three doors down right here. I don't know if you know John. Or we're going to be doing him on a Thursday. Um, we're actually going to be doing Kim's house. He's up the other way across the street. I don't know if you've been the red house here. Do you know who she is? Oh, yeah, Kim's Kim. great. So we're doing her Friday. Uh, what, what day do you guys think would be better for you guys? Uh, Friday's perfect. I have Fridays off. Okay, sweet, man. So let me just get the rest of your information. Um, and then... We get your name and address, email address. What we're going to do is email you all your appointment details. And then uh, let me just grab a card number real quick just to reserve the spot because if so many people want to do it. We just got to make sure you're going to be here for it. So we just grab a card number. And then uh, if, if you know, we don't charge it till like the service is completed and you're totally happy with it. So let me just grab all that information from you and then we'll have you all set. But like I said, just chat with your wife. If she decides she wants to like upgrade the service and do something different, just give me a buzz tonight so that we can make the adjustment. Okay, that sounds good. All right, man, sounds good. So we'll plan on Friday, and uh, we'll just get you guys done as soon as we finish up Kim's, and we should be set. Very good. Jared, thank you so much, man, for taking all the time to do this. That was amazing. And as, as a final question, you actually take a card number, door knocking, on the spot. Is that what just happened? That's part of your process? Yeah, so, yeah, so that is what just happened. So it depends on... 
you know, how we build out the pitch for your business. Right. So, um, but yeah, what you, what you want to, especially if you get somebody who's just, you feel like they're just kind of going through the motions and you kind of get the feeling like, I don't know if this guy's going to really be here when we come. Right. So then I'm going to push something a little bit more firm and I'm going to say, yeah, we're just going to grab a card number to reserve your spot. Um, and just to, to really kind of commit people a little bit more, but it, you'll, you'll kind of know when you knock doors enough, like somebody might just, you kind of just know, I just told this guy, I bet you a hundred bucks. He's not going to show up for the appointment. Right. So if you kind of get the feeling that the guy's not, or the client's not all in, um, I'm going to go for some sort of reservation. Um, and if they're not really willing to do that, then I'm going to do like more of a takeaway on my end where I'm going to say, you know what? Uh, we, we do have to get the card number so many, I mean, we're going to fill the spot whether you do it or not. Like so many people are taking advantage of it. It doesn't matter to me if you do it, like we're going to fill the spot. Uh, uh, but we the just take away. This, I so. love it. Oh, I'm sure there's so much more you could go into Jared. There's, there's a lot of uh, things you could probably go really deep on. And I think this is a really, really just a great podcast. This is just free money for people. You're very generous for coming on here. I just want to thank you. And by the way, I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. It's going to be awesome, right? Woo, woo, woo. Fist bump. Noogie high yeah, five. Yeah, I'm excited, man. So for anybody who's not going to AGSX, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> for all who's coming, excited to see you guys. But yeah, if anybody has questions, Josh, I mean, if they want to reach out, I can maybe leave you some contact info you can post or something. And, sure. Um, sure. Definitely. You know, Facebook, but, what do you think? Do you want to leave a email uh, Facebook? What do you think? Yeah, so we've got just like a, a little website they can fill out. You know, it's like called d2ddoortodoorgrowth.com. Um, it's just, you know, if you want to fill out, just go to contact us there. Um, I can reach back out to you or I can leave you an email. It's just jared, J-A-R-E-D, at viewwindowcleaning.com. Um, either one. And then... Uh, Is view, V-I-E-U? V-U-E. V-U-E. Okay, that's what I thought. That's why I wanted to clarify that. So jared at viewwindowcleaning.com, but view is V-U-E. Or the letter D, the number two, the letter D, growth.com. That's perfect, Jared. Appreciate it, my friend. Hopefully uh, uh, you have a good rest of uh, the next couple weeks until I see you. And then we're going to fix the other stuff uh, with your business, which is building out the infrastructure to have a bigger capacity so you can go do more of this ninja stuff and (laughs) get your business to a million bucks, which would be amazing. Uh, Again, thank you so much, Jared. No, appreciate you, Justin. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.